All right. You guys ready? <laughs> I'm ready as I can be. All right. Well, welcome everyone who is here with us today uh, to uh, another Trans Tuesday by My Feminine Heart. This is an interactive online show and membership club that is all about showing love and support for our sisters in the trans community. I am Karen Kendra Holmes, subbing for the host for tonight for Cassandra Storm. Cass is speaking to a Chicago Gender Society tonight. So myself and some of my fellow club members decided to take over the show tonight. Joining me tonight is an amazing group of panelists, all here to share their stories and advice on how they handle the holidays and other gatherings of friends and families throughout their journeys as trans women. Ladies, can, if you wouldn't mind, please wave when I call your name to the audience here. First, I have Miranda Jones. And then I've got Lisa Smith. Hello. And Stephanie Ward. And Donna U. Don't, don't just, I mean, good nobbing. <laughs> All right, for our audience, sign love, uh, for our audience, we would love to hear from you tonight. Please ask questions in the comments and share your experience. Panel, I would love to hear from you who here remembers what it's like when you share your experiences. Right now, um, basically, as trans women, but you not yet come out to anyone, we're going to make sure that everybody's respect is taken care of. But um, as we go through, please, you know, give a little time. We're, hopefully we're going to have plenty of time to get through questions, comments, and all that other good stuff throughout the night. But I want you to give your experiences and share what it's like being a trans woman in this time, such as the holidays. And we just had Thanksgiving a couple of weeks ago, and we're coming up on Christmas. And uh, we want you to really, really show what it's like, I guess, you know, coming out to the family. Do you have a family that you can share these times with and whether it can be good or bad, but let's give some positive um, ideas to everyone out there, okay? So first, uh, I'm gonna go according to my screen looking here. <laughs> so anyway, um, Miranda, how about you start us off? Okay, um, for me, I, I thought about this a little bit in terms of good and bad. Um, for me, really, it comes down to uh, the ability to share this side of me with the different sides of my family. Um, on my side of my family, um, we're good. Uh, everybody knows, everybody's accepting. Um, on my wife's side, it, not so much. So there's, there's the concern of if we are gathering with or talking with my side of the family, um, no problems. You know, I can make a comment about getting my nails done or, or an event that I just went to or some friends from VC or a My Feminine Heart event or something. And with the other side of the family, there can be none of that. So that's, that's sort of the good and the bad for me. Um, Obviously, uh, to me, COVID has helped because now I don't have to go socialize uh, with the more challenging side of the family. So. Okay. And I noticed you said something, you used the word VC, and obviously we all know what VC stands for, but for those listeners out there, what does VC stand for? 
VC is the Vanity Club. Uh, that is a national or international now, right? Incorporated international uh, sorority of transgendered women. Um, it is a, uh, it's um, really a, a, an organization that has brought together, um, gosh, what are we up to? About 250 transgender women um, who, who cover the gamut, the, the full spectrum of trans. Um, fully transitioned, um, part-time, what have you, um, and really serve to be ombudsmen and ambassadors to the transgender community. Um, it is not a social club that is exclusive. Um, yes, there's a process of voting new members in, um, but it's not something that's meant to be um, an exclusive club uh, that's, uh, that's super hard to get into that nobody's allowed to know about, no secret handshakes or anything. So. <laughs> All righty. Hey, before I go on, I want to just say hi to some uh, viewers here. Uh, Lisa Smith, Thank you, uh, all of us. And uh, Stephanie Margaret Uber says hi to everyone as well. We've got Tracy Ashley. Uh, she says hi to us. Great to see you all tonight. I love you all. We love you too. Um, ta, let's see, Chloe Webb, she says hi as well. And Christina Kendrick says hi. And then Linda Ann just said hello too. So if you all who are online with us, just uh, if you have any comments or like to ask any of the ladies any questions, please do so or share something that you are going through as well with um, the holidays as coming out as a trans person. Uh, we got Christy Avery. She says hi to us. And Jamie Kendall says hi. And Gwen Brand Sanford also says hello. Donna, how about you? Hey, Gwen. <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Good evening, everyone. Uh, I just, I've been out coming up on five years in February. And my life, wife left me a year and a half ago. And I've been dealing with that. Um, before I came out, I used to do Santa Clauses. You mm -hmm. know. Uh, I've done that a few times since. Uh, uh, with great impact, I think. Karen, you remember when I did it at a, a Christmas party two years ago? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can still hear you. Um, and uh, I also do a lot of stuff with the American Legion mm -hmm. and uh, go down to the McGuire VA Hospital. Because I'm, I'm vice district commander in my district. I'm post chaplain. So, yeah, it's, I enjoy doing it. My, fam, my family knows. My ex-wife, or soon-to-be ex-wife, about nine-tenths away there, uh, knows. But we don't communicate. So it's a, you know, bittersweet. But I enjoy participating for, you know, the veterans. And... The children of veterans. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for serving too, as well, uh, from one vet to another. Um, I was thank with the you. Maryland. I was with the Maryland Defense Force, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Stephanie, okay. how about you? Tell us uh, what what was good for you so far for uh, the holidays, or bad, or and maybe your bad turned into something good. Well, uh, kind of, you know, kind of like Miranda, you know, COVID is kind of really shrunk things down a lot for uh, me. You know, Samantha and I are kind of getting something kind of, kind of getting 
our traditions kind of off the ground a little bit. Um, so we're getting the opportunity to start some fresh new things uh, mm -hmm. and kind of um, let go of some of the things from the past that were fine, but were, uh, you know, that's, that's what I did when I, before I transitioned, which is, you know, what we're going about two and a half, some odd years now. So it's, um, it's my, my late wife's family uh, still lives all around. There's, there's oodles of them around here. And uh, we used to go over there and, you know, do the traditional things that most people would do at the Christmas time. And, uh, um, you know, I just felt like a third wheel. I really did. And while everyone was friendly and it was, it was fine, you know, for what it was, but I just didn't feel the opportunity to be truly who I was. And I couldn't, I couldn't interact with people the way I wanted to. So now that we're here, um, I get a chance to kind of start something fresh and new. And Samantha, she's not here tonight, but she um, is here living with me now and we get to start some brand new things together. And I'm super excited about getting the chance to do that. Oh, great, great. Mm -hmm. Lisa, how about you? Hi, I'm Lisa Smith. Uh, I live in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, I am uh, not full-time. I am uh, dual gendered. Okay. Uh, I have both male and strong male side and the female side that you see now. <laughs> and I love both of them and have no intention of, uh, of transitioning. Uh, I'd like to also say to expand a little bit on what Miranda said, uh, the Vanity Club is more of a service organization that does have a social uh, aspect to it. It's been morphing for a number of years. And at one point it was kind of a secret club, uh, but now uh, many of the leaders of the various conventions and people are doing outreach and that sort of thing uh, are members and, and are active members. And so uh, it's, it's morphed, it's changed a lot and it's become what I believe to be a wonderful organization. Mm -hmm. um, I do a fair amount of outreach and uh, I do, uh, um, I'm a member of uh, one uh, fashion group that morphed into another and I know that uh, some of them are watching. I hope they're watching. I hope they, they uh, figured out how to get on to see us. Uh, and so uh, that's really a lot of what I do. Uh, mm -hmm. I am not out to um, the general public, although uh, my wife knows and is very supportive. Uh, my uh, youngest son knows my oldest son has probably not figured it out yet and we're going to keep him in the dark for just a little bit more uh, <laughs> but as soon as first event is uh, uh, back in action uh, he lives in Boston so I'm, I'm going to tell him um, and I don't think that there'll be a problem but uh, we just uh, just one of those things that I haven't done uh, as to Uh, what we normally do around the Christmas season mm -hmm. uh, is we do what Jews have done for thousands and thousands of years. We eat Chinese food on Christmas day and go to the movies. <laughs> so well, I'm not the only folks who do that. I've, do, I've done that. That's the extent of, 
uh, of what I do around the, the, the holidays. So, I mean, we go to Christmas parties. I go as my male me. Uh, and I'm sorry about COVID because uh, normally I go up to the, to the DC soiree and, and I love doing that. I know Miranda loves doing that. And, uh, you know, we all love to get together. And unfortunately, we can't do it now. But uh, other than that, actually, I used to stop cross-dressing or letting Lisa out of her cage or whatever uh, in the summer. And because of COVID, um, we've actually, uh, I've actually gone the whole summer. And so I think now I'll be able to do it all year long. It used to be too hot, but, uh, but now I'm enjoying it. And my wife uh, lets me uh, go ahead and be Lisa for these Zoom things. And I do a couple of them. Uh, and uh, she doesn't want to see Lisa, but she's very, very supportive and uh, gives me space to be Lisa. So it's very wonderful. So I'm I'm very happy and we've been married for 45 years and she's known for uh, 25, I think, maybe 26. Great, great. I know for me personally, uh, before I transitioned, um, me and the family, we would get together, you know, on Christmas day and just have a really good time with the family. We would also go visit other family members and stuff like that. Um, of course, this year is gonna be totally different. And for me personally, well, even, well, I transitioned back on October 1st of 2010, so it's been 10 years for me, and my family has adjusted very well. I've got a couple of uncles out there that didn't, the light bulb didn't come on, you know, but, you know, hey, that's his loss as far as I see it, um, but I have seen most of everybody else in the family, and everybody um, has accepted me for who I am. They see the things I do out in the community and stuff like that, so, it's like, um, and I'm sure it's like the same with all of y'all. We're not bringing shame to our family. We are actually doing great things out there that our family should say, wow, you know what? Even though so-and-so transition, they're still a part of my family and they're not bringing shame to my family. They're being their true selves. So uh, this year for me, uh, my brother will, may come down from New Jersey and it's great to, you know, when he does come down, we spend really good quality time with him and my mom and stuff like that. But um, to get Christmas cards from my dad that says to my daughter, you know, and it, the card is so loving inside. And then my brother sent, you know, it's the same thing to my sister, you know, and it's, it's just awesome. And then my mom, same thing. So, you know, I wish everybody... <laughs> the tissue uh, could say the same thing and really you know that they can really know that they're being loved in their family so I hope by us tonight coming on and talking about this um, people are gonna know that you know we're happy they can be happy too as well uh, Ronnie Sargent is saying hi um, Linda and uh, we've got um, Jody says hi to you uh Lisa, um, Jody Simmons, and uh, I guess that's it. I don't see any question right now for any of y'all, but um, I know that this has been an exciting off year because of COVID. And um, I don't know, is 
is there anything, Miranda, that you're going to do different this year that's just going to be helpful to get through the holidays? Not really that's going to be helpful to get through the holidays. Um, there's obviously things we're going to do that are different, but um, gosh, not that's really going to make it especially helpful, unfortunately. Um, I wish. I do wish. How about you, Donna? No, it's just going to be my puppies and I. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. I spent uh, today, I went out, got some new sheets. Well, I ordered them from Baldwin Branch and uh, flannel sheets. Best thing you should have this time of year. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to have a Christmas dinner, Christmas turkey. Gotcha. Uh, um, my dogs have a great love for fowl, <laughs> right? And no, it's, well, I'm going to do some decorating. But where I live, the mm -hmm. 12 cars pass on the street during the day on its road, gravel road. I'm lucky. Okay. So I have my candles, flowers out and things to celebrate. Cool. And how about you, Stephanie? Yeah, um, well, I don't know what's, uh, I would say, or like, I was, like I was saying earlier, there's a lot of things that are still yet to be figured out, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have COVID, Samantha, just, you know, my, my, I tell you one thing, my kids and, well, sorry, my daughter and Samantha have, have loved decorating the house Okay. I, I, for Christmas, uh, something I'm not hugely big into. To be brutally honest, but uh, they had a good time. I was, I was, it was a joy to watch them do that together. That was kind of fun. But um, yeah, uh, we're just gonna have a small Christmas here, um, and I'm gonna probably reach out by phone to my family. Those mm -hmm. will, there's a couple that still uh, are ha having a hard time uh, with my transition, and uh, so uh, I've sent them Christmas cards. You know, saying hi, I love you. Um, issue, uh, that sort of thing. But you know, that's it's a day by day kind of thing. We're gonna we're we're just still starting a lot of new things together. Like we're uh, oh, got presents under the tree, not that tree, but uh, in the other room. <laughs> I was gonna say that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the presents from there. I brought them in here for props, but you know, it. <laughs> sorry about the wrapping. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, there's still just a lot of things that we're. I'm really looking forward to the new things we're going to get to do, and um, so I don't. I hope that I, you know, cannot dread the drudgery of Christmas, which it had been the past say ten odd some odd years. Um, you know, you're just you know another one's the same as the next. It's the same old thing, and I want to get some fresh new stuff going for Christmas and. Um, you know, yeah. Um, look, just I like to this this month. We're gonna, you know, cuddle up and watch Christmas movies and eat popcorn and right. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're gonna do. Okay. And yeah. how about you, Lisa? No, we're just gonna hang and uh, probably uh, Zoom with the granddaughters and uh, my son my other son and his husband and mm -hmm. uh 
you know, we, of course, it's always very, very low key. Um, Hanukkah will be well over by Christmas and uh, we'll get to, we, for Hanukkah, we'll get together via Zoom. Cool. I know for me, I'm going to be probably doing something a little different, right? Uh, The weekend before Thanksgiving with my military group, we were actually working a uh, food distribution uh, center, uh, which was really great. You know, we were doing traffic for that. And then some of our soldiers were also packing and and putting them in the cars. And so uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend, uh, we'll be doing the same thing, um, hopefully. And uh, it gets pretty messy to see this many families right now during this COVID time that aren't able to put food on their table. Mm-hmm. Um, last oh, yes. week, yeah, last weekend we did 371 cars. And wow. then each one of those cars, you may have one family up to maybe three families that they're picking food up for. So it gets yeah. pretty stressful. But, you know, to be able to share that time during this time of the season, I think it's really awesome. Um, and I don't know if any of y'all have any plans to do anything like that for others up there. Um, anybody want to jump in on that one? Not to put anybody on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm planning day after Christmas, I'm planning to go down to the VA hospital. Okay. And, you know, there's some folks I know down there or in my post and visit them. Like bring them boxes, a box of candy or something each. Mm. Hi, kid. And uh, that's if they let me in, I may get needled right before I can out. Wow. But yeah, it's my normal trek down to the VA hospital. That's something I should think about getting, you know, when I talk to uh, my command to see, and you know, because I actually was a uh, chaplain's assistant until I got promoted to uh, first sergeant. And the uh, chaplain said, uh, that's going to be a conflict of interest now. <laughs> and I'm like, really? You mean, you, you know, I get promoted and I'm getting kicked out of, you know, being a chaplain's assistant now. Mm-hmm. So, but I still um, will uh, do have access. Uh, well, I guess now that COVID still is hanging around, uh, they've stopped a lot of visitors from coming in. So, um, but it was really nice to be able to go in there and talk to the soldiers as far as, you know, their experience, not only in service, but it would have been a great time now to talk to them about their life um, in the nursing homes around the holidays, you know, whether family members are coming or not, you know, sad time for them oh, as yeah. well. So, um Stephanie, did you have plans maybe to do something like volunteer stuff as well? Or or do y'all do any type of volunteer stuff? You know, that's, I guess. Well, sadly, I don't. And I'm embarrassed to say that I don't do that. Um, uh, but now that you say that, I mean, uh, there, well, no, I really, I need to get into, Samantha and I, of course, have talked about uh, getting ourselves more involved in things uh, in our community and, we, you know, this year we haven't even thought about doing anything like that. Uh, the need is, it is very great. You're right. And, um, you know, I, even where I live here, I see it. We all mm-hmm. see it. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's affected just about everybody that I can see myself, even, you know, my, my work and everything. And, um, but yes, I do need to focus more yes. on that stuff. Yes, I do. Yes. Right. 
Just let me ask you this then. Um, in here, not to put pressure on it, you know, and sometimes I feel like whenever I post stuff, like, you know, when I do do volunteer stuff, mm -hmm. it's not to put shame. And trust me, I'm not looking to do that, but uh, encourage that, you know, once we do things out in the community, people won't care whether you're transgender or not. All oh, they yeah. know is you're out there serving them. You're helping them. And I'm just wondering, <laughs> is any of that a drawback from y'all maybe not serving or I, you may have busy schedules? I don't know. I think, well, you know, COVID, COVID has kind of kept everybody apart, you know, and stuff. I've just have, I really haven't given, uh, no, I don't think so. We, 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 we integrate pretty well in this community. Um, we're slowly making more and more friends. Um, mostly Samantha, not me. I'm very, very, in fact, she's out playing, playing with some community members. She's playing cornhole, you know, so she's getting, gathering together with a bunch of, with a bunch of people playing cornhole and they, and she's really enjoying meeting new people from all, from this entire community. Okay. And so I don't know yeah, you're, you're exactly right. We, knew, we do need to um, investigate more opportunities to do those sorts of things. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately uh, I'm 71. And so uh, I am being very, very careful about uh, COVID. So that limits what I would normally do. Um, we have been, uh, I used to be, and I'm still on the rolls to, to be a docent at the uh, Virgin, Virginia Marine Science Museum, or now called the Virginia Aquarium, which I really enjoy uh, being a docent. But uh, because of COVID uh, and the worries about that, I've, I've pulled back. Uh, we've been supporting the um, the local food bank, the Southeastern Virginia Food Bank. And uh, also uh, there's a uh, Judeo Christian Outreach Center uh, that my synagogue supports. And we've been doing meals for them too, uh, which doesn't involve any contact, just preparing bag meals and things like that. So that's basically what, what we've been do doing. And we, you know, we've done that all along anyway. So we haven't really ramp things up, but it's understandable there's a need, but unfortunately, uh, we are being very, very uh, conservative. Definitely understandable. And of course, we're all wearing masks and staying safe and that six feet distance and stuff like that. Donna, you had a, a comment you wanted to make? Yeah, you said something about problems when you first came out. Mm -hmm. I was American Legion Post Commander, two to one, uh, when I came out, I showed up at the post meeting one day as Donna, and I lost one person who just stormed out, and but I got ten more. And <laughs> that was yeah, an even like, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's one of these things. And I live in a small community, Aylet, Virginia. I mean, it's like when they put up a new stoplight, it's major news event. <laughs> right? uh, but every, all, everybody down at this food line knows me all over the, the strip centers they know me and it's it's nice to be recognized and some of them knew me when I was fuzzy of face right uh, but oh yeah it's and trying to trying to help other people 
I know, I know about eight people came out to gay to me as being gay. When I go to American Legion conventions or college or department meetings, I'm always being asked by people that may not even give me the time of day, they, you know, but afterwards, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. How can I, you know, you know, what do I need to do to come out? And it's really interesting. You have to, you know, when you give them the best advice, you, you know, and some of these people are in their late 20s, some people are in their 30s, some people are like me in their 60s, right? And it opens up a whole new range of people you meet. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you're, you know, I've only found one really judgmental person. Mm-hmm. And he works in the church. Just go figure. Yeah, really. <laughs> Love thy neighbor as thyself, as the Bible says, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> but we don't want to get into any religious things, so we'll move on. <laughs> but you know what? Um, real quick, Stephanie, I was asked, yeah. where's Samantha at today? Yeah, um, she is um, She is out with some friends tonight. Um, she has get, become very close with uh, some neighbors down the street that are one of their little girls is friends with my daughter here. And, uh, you know, we both are friends with them, but Samantha is particularly good friends with them now. You know, she's only been here like a year. Mm-hmm. And so um, she has, uh, she's really become really close to them. And they, the, the late, the, the woman, her and her husband, uh, the hus- her, her husband Brent uh, is, is in a member of a cornhole group, you know, and uh, and so he invited Samantha to uh, go out and play with him, and a lot of those other you know guys, you know, uh, you can imagine ball cap kind of guys, you know, you know, ear breaking <laughs> kind of fellas, you know, and uh, some, some. But tonight Brent is taking is is staying home, taking care of, of Wendy who's not feeling well, and, but Samantha went anyway, so she's out there. Uh, playing cornhole with those with all those men, <laughs> and um, she's really taken to this this game a lot. So she's you know she's bought some new some boards and stuff. And, we've, and I've been playing with her. So we set up in the backyard, and she's been just kicking my tail up and down. And so yeah, anyway, that's where she is tonight. She's playing cornhole in a little mini tournament. It's mostly just people having fun, gotcha. uh, you know, standing, you know, drinking, and you know, yeah, so, right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been thinking about getting one of those cornhole board, boards to and playing, but uh, they're expensive, you know, and I didn't want to get anything cheap, you know. So. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, Samantha met this guy there and he built them and he oh, built really? he built her a custom pair. Yes, he did. So, hey, Miranda, I got a question for you that was asked. Uh, tell us about the Christmas gift story. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I, I know. Um, I know. Cass loves this story. Um, <laughs> How did you know it was her to ask that question? I saw the question come up in the comments <laughs> a bit ago, and I know she loves this story. So, um, yeah, okay. uh, I told this story uh, during my my interview uh, with the, in the on the club side. Um, this was, gosh, it was two Christmases ago. So a couple of Christmases ago, we were out in California. Um, when one of our daughters was stationed out there uh, and we visited her the, and the whole family got together. Um, I had come out to her 
several months earlier um, and we were doing Christmas morning and everybody's going through the presents, we're doing exchanges and everything. And maybe, maybe an hour or so later, she and I were upstairs in the house, um, probably putting, putting away the hall, the Christmas hall. Um, and uh, she pulls me aside in the hallway and hands me a bag. It's unwrapped and, and that's cool. She's unwrapped and she says, this is for you. Um, this is for Miranda because I know that not everybody in the family right now wants to talk about that, um, but I just want you to have this gift. And so she gave it to me quietly. And it was this great big bag of like 25 different makeup brushes. Um, oh, wow. and it was just tears immediately. Um, it was so amazing. Um, you know, as she as she stood there in the hallway in her house, away from making a point to to get some distance um, from those who were not as comfortable yet um, to to give her father um, a bag of makeup brushes. Um, How sweet! It was yeah, awesome. that that is a great story, and um, you know the little ones seem to adjust a heck of a lot better than the adults do. You know, the little ones, I mean, you know, as little kids, they learn from their parents, you know, how to accept people. And if we could just change the minds of some of these adults, I think things would be so much better in the world. But I would say um, sometimes the older adults are the example as well. That yeah. same Christmas when we got home, uh, I had a, a Christmas gift package waiting from my mother. And it was a fire red beaded clutch. Um, and that was mom's affirmation Christmas gift. Um, she, as she put a note that said, you, you go to so many fancy galas, uh, I'm sure you'll find a way to use this. So. <laughs> well, cool, cool. Uh, Christy Avery said that she volunteers at a joint base, Elmerdorf Richardson um, at a model railroad railroad club that uh, displays activities for families who live on or have access to the base. So that's pretty good. Uh, not sure how what's going to happen, you know, as she was thinking for COVID-19 this year, but um, God has done so much changes. It's funny. Um, and I'm going to mention one particular place and you tell me your favorite places, if you have anything like this um, in the area. And actually I'm fortunate to live like four minutes away from the Mormon temple. And if you ever get a chance to go there, they have, I'm talking tens, maybe 20,000 lights on display of all different colors and everything. Right. And then when you go into the visiting center area, they've got a room set up for uh, different nativity scenes from all around the country. So um, cool. last couple of years I went and to it, but I also have gone in uh, wearing my Mrs. Santa Claus outfit. And it's pretty neat to go through there. And all the little kids are running up to you and stuff like that. I don't know what the, the story's going to be this year because, you know, the nativity scene is inside and all the lights and stuff are on the outside, of course. And we're talking all different colors and everything else. So does anybody have a, a favorite place or has a place that does something like that? Hmm. 
We um, we have a neighborhood actually um, just over um, one of our major east-west roads here um, that has an awful lot of houses with the lights that are connected to their music and broadcast over the radio. So <laughs> we used to, when the family would gather, we would make a point and say, hey, we have to go over to Augustine and we have to drive around. Um, and of course, the, the houses... Uh, they're all broadcasting on the same uh, uh, radio um, frequency. So you just, you find out what it is and you drive around from house to house. Uh, and it's so neat because their, their lights are all pounding away uh, at, at the beat of the music. And of course it's really neat, fun music, you know, Mannheim steamroller and stuff like that. It's just such a, such a hoot to listen to. What are you doing? Can you calm down? Everybody's got their pets. I should call mine down. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine's asleep in bed, so that's that's a good place for him. You, yeah. Close to me, Close I live not far from King's Dominion. Oh, really? And, oh, okay. I mean, fourteen point seven miles, mm -hmm. but um, uh, it's they have King's Dominion and Meadow Event Park, and they both. The, you know, King's Dominion has all the many of the rides lit up, and the Meadow Event Park has this thing. You know, it takes you know, takes ten bo bucks per carload, I think, or something like that. And they have all these lights, hundreds of them, LED lights, and they're all synchronized to the music. Mm. And is there, they have a spe specific station you're supposed to go on. And I've never been to it, but I've been by it a thousand times. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. incredible. Right. Christy it just told up. me, Christy Avery just said that a lot of the zoos have zoo lights up and stuff like that. Do any of y'all's zoos in your area have any lights? Everything's closed. <laughs> Actually, here in Virginia Beach. going to King's Dominion. That's such fun at the holidays. And, and it's this has been terrible. You were saying, Lisa? Yes. Uh, the city of Virginia Beach has... Uh, lights and uh, it allows people to drive on the boardwalk and so for $17 which is not so cheap a car you have uh, safe COVID safe uh, something to do and the lights are are very beautiful uh, I haven't ridden on it since my boys were little but um, when I come in from surfing if it's after dusk we can see we can see the lights, obviously. So uh, it's really, uh, um, it's really very, very pretty. The Norfolk Botanical Gardens also does lights. And I'm glancing over here and Amanda Collins suggests that Newport News, uh, which is on the peninsula may have uh, lights also. So mm -hmm. there are a lot of, of very beautiful displays that you can do uh, either socially distance in a car or um, you know uh, distance walking and outside so there are things to do and there's some folks in our neighborhood who also put up a lot of uh, a lot of lights and things for people to come by and see yeah I've seen a few of those and there's one particular place in in DC, Washington DC and Northwest. Um, if anybody's familiar with that area, right at the border line of Silver Spring and, and DC, if you go off the circle down there, 
literally they have buses come down to look at this house. It was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to see buses come down with tour people, you know, to see this. So, um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll have to put out or make sure Cass puts out, um, you know, maybe locations give you an idea whether the Mormon temple is is accepting people this year. Um, and like I said, I'm only four minutes away, so I can drive down and see if there are any colored lights and if they're accepting people, how they're doing it. Maybe put the word out. Maybe if y'all can do that too, that would let other people know in your general area that's part of our group, you know, whether or not um, yeah, I'll, I'll something's open for them. Sure so, um, I know that, you know, maybe for y'all that it's a really tough time of the season, you know, does it bring back any memories that, you know, that you wish was the same as it was when you were, before you transitioned? Uh, let's start, Lisa, how about you first? Well, since I've not transitioned okay. uh, and since uh, this is not really my holiday, um, uh, I'm in a unique, kind of a unique position, uh, mm -hmm. at least uh, amongst many trans people. Um, I love both sides of my life and I don't really have the dysphoria that many have who feel like they're trapped in the wrong body or something like that. The trans umbrella, this trans spectrum is really very large and, uh, and very complex so that everyone's story is slightly different and everyone's solutions or, or things like that uh, are different. Uh, I, you know, spend my holiday uh, as I normally do uh, in my male mode. And uh, I, I enjoy that. Someone else who doesn't want to be they're suffering dysphoria, it's very, very difficult for them. And I, you know, I can't speak from personal experience. And I know that you and uh, Donna and Stephanie probably can. Yeah. Uh, Donna, did you want to jump in or what? Because I was going to go around. Oh, no, I was just waving. Oh, okay. You know, uh, <laughs> Lisa said something, but, but gotcha. uh, no, I'm happy with my life now. I'm much more happy than I was when I had this foreigner and mm -hmm. it still sneaks up on me sometimes. I still think I look like a guy. Um, well, I tell I you, have, all you ladies are very beautiful. It's like, we could definitely know that, you know, and the, we, I'm, I'm kind of hazard on using the word past, but we definitely can do that. You know, we don't have to worry about somebody attacking us. Although I tell everybody, please, keep your guard up at all times when it comes to safety for yourself. I don't ever want to go to a transgender day of remembrance and be speaking or hear anybody's names that I personally know, but I'd rather see nobody's names on that list at all. So oh, yes. One day. So how about you, Stephanie? Yeah, well, um, uh, I guess from Christmas past, there yeah, boy, can I, can I, Maybe I would, maybe not you, Lisa, but uh, when you're a child, you know, you experience Christmas in a completely different way than you right. do as an adult, right? I mean, um, 
my memories when I was younger were pretty positive, pretty good. Um, even though I'd probably in the background, there were, there was the gender dysphoria, but you know, I didn't let it, you know, that ruined my uh, experience for the most part. Um, but as I got older, that began to, to, to become more uh, prevalent. But um, I guess, I guess, you know, as an adult, I'm very happy with where I'm, where, where I've, uh, you know, where I'm at. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of, Samantha and I both have a lot of big things coming up this year and this next, this coming year. We can, and, um, but as a, you know, when you're young, you know, just, uh, I try to, I've tried to give a good experience for my children and I hope they have, hope they would say that. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's, you just experience Christmas in a different way. I've, I'm, you know, I, um, just don't interact with the holiday like, quite like I used to. It's more of a, of a fun thing for me now. I don't, you know, uh, uh, the underpinnings of the, of the holiday, I'm not even, I don't even buy into anymore, but that's, and that's not got to go there. But um, yeah, it's it, I just, I do enjoy the, the trappings, sure. And I want to, I like to be the, uh, like, what I really would, would really like to start doing is what you were talking about, Karen, is trying to be, uh, interact with my community more, serve more, and uh, be a representative for, the, um, you know, my me, my family, the broader transgender community, I guess, and just you know, let people know that we're we care about our communities and they want to be yeah, here. And just a big role in the trappings like everyone else. I want to like to be. I would love to see something like um, with uh, the Vanity Club, you know, doing. I would as a group and doing some kind of community service work around. Maybe we can definitely pitch that to area ones. Um, and do at least I'm hearing background noise from you. Um, Miranda, how about you? I was I was sweating you calling on me eventually. <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't have a lot to want for in my life uh, overall. Uh, and so when I think about the holidays and what's different, um, if I look back to the past, maybe how would I have done things differently? Um, for me, you know, having only just found Miranda just over three years ago in the first place, um, when I look back, when, when I consider a question like that, I think to myself, um, Gosh, I wish I had figured it out um, and not spent so many days, not just holidays, um, uh, in, in my life, in my world, um, beating my head against um, the, the things that frustrated me in terms of manhood posturing. Um, I mean, I spent 30 years on active duty in the Marine Corps. And I spent many, much of those, the predominance of those years bemoaning um, what I called the knuckle-dragging mouth breathers um, who just couldn't get out of their own way for being Neanderthals. Um, and I just thought to myself, I, I spent my whole life thinking, why do men need to be such a 
bunch of rocks. Seriously, why do they? Why do? As everybody feel the need to put on this air of, you know, the ape. Um, and, and, and I spent so many years frustrated with that, that uh, honestly, because there's really, I can't complain. There's nothing missing from my life. I have so many blessings. It's not even funny. Uh, I almost feel bad. Um, that really, when I look back, the things I would change um, are, are really being, uh, being more self-aware to the point that I would, I would be able to stand up and say, hey, Maybe we don't need to say, hey, Corporal so-and-so is just a little soft-spoken, so what? He doesn't have the booming voice that you have. That doesn't mean anything. You don't need to imply anything there. Um, there's no, that doesn't indicate that he's less of a human being or, or, and certainly not less of the man that you think he should be because you've personally defined some set of parameters that mean M-A-N. Um, I, uh, I know that's a lot of deep, deep stuff. I apologize. I do that sometimes. Uh, I go off on a thought tangent there, but, um, but I really, I don't, besides the fact that, you know, I'd love to be able to be with all of the family right now, you know, the things that we just can't do COVID wise. Um, there's not a whole lot of difference. I, I don't know, um, the transition, full transition is, is the right thing for me anyway. So it's not like I'm over here thinking, gee, I'd just love to come downstairs Christmas morning as my full, true, authentic self. My full, true, authentic self, as Lisa has said, is him and her anyway. So there's not a whole lot I would change my life that way. Um, I wouldn't do Christmas or any other holidays much differently. So long story still long. <laughs> That's okay. Before I tell you a little bit on mine, uh, Danny Butler had said something when she, uh, before she transitioned, uh, she was a volunteer with the firefighter and medic. So although she doesn't run any calls anymore, uh, she's a lifetime member and now busy driving a fire truck around with Santa up in the waving to the neighbors as they go by. So I think that got to be really cool. I'd like to be a dressed up in my Mrs. Santa Claus outfit and sit up there yeah. <laughs> with her. I think that would be really cool. And, you know, um, I kind of look at um, Christmas as a, uh, a miracle time. Uh, and what I mean by that, you know, things that, uh, you know, maybe next year it could be something that can be done as far as maybe getting a big place for all the transgender people just to come out and be who they are and just enjoy life, you know, like a kid, you know, like, hey, you know, I am who I am and I'm just going to really enjoy it. And I think, you know, to do that on a, around a Christmas time season, because I really feel that Christmas is that kind of miracle type thing. I think that would be kind of cool to do. I don't know. What do y'all think? Anything like that? Of course, that would be would be wonderful. Um, I get that feeling. Uh, they have the the big Christmas party in in uh, just outside of DC. Mm -hmm. uh, I know Miranda goes, um, and uh, and I've seen you at a couple of them, uh, and that's just a wonderful thing. And once we are get vaccinated or whatever, and 
we're, we're behind this COVID time, then I think that um, it's really, um, it, it'll be a, a much better time. Uh, mm -hmm. We're all feeling alone, uh, at least in our transgendered lives and, and often in our regular lives too. And I think that, that it'll be important for us to, to get together again. And I think it's going to happen. I really, uh, I really believe in my heart that uh, we will all, uh, once we're past all of this, we will be able to get together and see our good friends. Right. And, and let them know how much they mean to us. The, the transgender community um, is a, a, a significant part of my life. Uh, I know everybody who is on this panel, I know personally, and I've had fun with them and enjoyed seeing them and, and all of that. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I know that this will happen again. Good, good. Uh, Stephanie uh, Margaret Uber said last Christmas what she did uh, before uh, decided to transition. She baked cookies dressed as Mrs. Claus. Oh, and nice. So much fun. I thought that's pretty cool uh, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Um, has anybody dressed as Mrs. Claus or dressed up in an outfit like that other than myself? Uh, okay. No, I haven't. I want to. <laughs> I, I don't do Mrs. Funny. Claus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do Mrs. Claus. I do Mr. Claus. <laughs> I know uh, last year also what I did when I dressed as Mrs. Claus and actually went to the mall and got to see Santa. I actually sat on Santa's lap, you know, as well. Never, all the little kids are going, oh, Mrs. Claus is here. And, you know, so it's kind of cool to be able to go through that. I guess, and it's so funny because Little kids don't see color. All they thought was, oh, wow, that's Mrs. Claus there. You know, so I thought that was pretty cool and interesting um, how that went. So um, has anybody got anything special they want to bring up or talk about? What kind of, let, let's do this. We'll go through one by one. What kind of advice would you give somebody that's, that's thinking about transitioning or has transitioned? to deal with their family during the holiday seasons? How can they do it? Uh, Lisa, you want to start off? Well, I think I, I've come out to members of my family and certainly came out to my wife. And I think that the point that I hope everyone can get across to the people that love them is that without the woman that you have inside of you, you wouldn't be the same person. So that's something that needs to be stressed. My wife realizes that, that, that without Lisa inside of my male me, I wouldn't be the person she fell in love with. And that is something that we should stress to everyone. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that will, will be enough. Sometimes, unfortunately, it's not. But 
I think that it's an excellent starting point. Okay. How about you, Miranda? I gotta hijack that. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Um, that that's it. Um, I was gonna just I was gonna comment something about you know you only you know um, what you, what your family what your friends are are ready for. Um, you need to tailor uh, your words, your actions, uh, your decisions based on that. Really, we could just we could stop now. Let's hang up the phone. Lisa had dropped the mic. Uh, that was phenomenal. Um, Without the woman inside of me, I wouldn't be the person that you know and have come to love in the first place. Um, and, and I have to say that I have told it that to someone who is very near and dear to me. <laughs> How about you, Donna? Good question. I came out to most of my family, the ones I can find. And my cousin, whom I went to high school with, graduated the same year, I sent her a picture of me. I said, well, Marty left. And I sent her a picture of me and she says, is that your girlfriend? You know, it's like, okay, Diane. I told her about it. She says, oh, wow. And then I, saw, then I said, I lost 80 pounds. She said, yeah, I found it in my butt. Now my <laughs> brother and my sister, my sister-in-law, they're both cool with it. Uh, pretty much the same thing. Uh, my cousin, it's like uh, Doris, the Amazon, uh, she's taller than my brother. She you know, says, how did you lose weight so fast? And uh, the rest of my family, my cousins. Uh, now, Diane is my first cousin, other cousins and all. So you just have to be open. And yes, COVID, Diane wanted to come down this season and hang out with me. She's done that before. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm open with my family, and most of them, and uh, they know, they've seen me grow up. You know, one girl on my, I am in contact with, who I grew up with, went to high school with me on my street, and uh, she was shocked. But yeah, it's like, when you tell the truth to people, they finally realize a lot of pieces fall into place. Right. Stephanie, how about you? What advice can you give? Well, um, to someone who's new, of course, I would, you need to try to know who that, who you're talking to. You don't want to just give just flat advice to everybody. Everybody, my advice, I would tailor my advice to whoever I'm speaking with. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I would just, mostly I would just say, please find the courage within you to talk to someone you know, find some support somewhere. If it's not your family, maybe it's not your family, but be I mean, be able to find the strength to go and just talk to another person. And when you're able to do that, you don't do what I did. And I languished for years <laughs> here without speaking to somebody. And you just do things kind of in a very minimal private way and, you know, just kind of drag things along way too long than I needed to, but 
Um, my, my advice, first and foremost, would just be to find somebody that you can trust and talk to them. Um, professionally would be great. Um, and just understand that if, you know, if you're a younger person, you know, that you have time, please um, understand that, and, you know, I don't want to say that it gets better thing, that, that saying, but it kind of does, you know, you please, uh, I would say there's no better time than right now to, yeah. to be who you are um, because uh, we're all, you know, headed towards the other side, you know, as fast as time will go. And, you know, you don't want to uh, be on the other side and regret where you were or whatever you did, whatever that is for you. Um, just talk to somebody, listen to, and just share. I, I, this is something I can't stress that enough is to speak and talk with somebody. It's super important. If it's just a friend, but again, just professionally speak with them and see where it is that you, where this is going to lead you, that you know, the person I'm talking to. Well, where's this, where do you, like, are you going to be on like a, a Lisa side of the spectrum or, or Karen, you know, where, where, where do you feel you see yourself headed and just kind of this, make you get these discussions started and start from there and work towards little goals at a time. If wherever that road goes, um, just know your audience, know who you're talking to. Uh, just give yourself the opportunity to just talk to somebody. That's, that's the best thing I would, I would say. Um, something I wish I had the courage to have done sooner than I did. Right. Um, but yeah. And cause things I'm really, really, really pleased with the way things are turned out for me right now, but I wish I could have gotten, I would not have wasted and languished so much of my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess the advice to new, somebody new, I would just say, please, uh, figure out a way to communicate with somebody, you know, whether you're just going to do something private on the internet, a phone call, if you can go and meet somebody, there's nothing like just getting something off your chest and don't keep this buried. That doesn't leave anything good. Right. So, um, that's what I would say. Okay. And if you're, and if you're going to transition, start, start things, do some things that you can do. If you, that you can start now that maybe get started and things like hair removal and things like that, go ahead and get that going. Cause uh, you know, who's going to, I wish I could have, wish I could have done that. It would have saved me a lot of miserable time there. But you can uh, get rid of hair. Yes, you can. <laughs> Where have you been all my life? Yeah. I. <laughs> it's something that I would have told Samantha because uh, you know because she, she you know, didn't really come out and transition until after she met me, and you know she could have been working on stuff like hair removal and stuff long before she transitioned, and no one would have noticed or cared. And well, so, I, don't know. I know, like, at least for some of us out there, because we are married and I was well, married, but I mean, there's times that you can't do it because your spouse will probably say, There used to be hair there. How come it's not there now? You know, yeah, yeah. So, well, it's in our case, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know for, for me personally, I've basically started out with a game plan. You know, mm -hmm. who I was going to tell and when I was going to tell people that, you know, coming out at work, it was basically I went and saw 
uh, well, at our agency, we have a civil rights and inclusiveness department. So I went there first. And at that point, we said, they, in putting it in their hands, they said, let's give a three-month uh, game plan here before we actually roll it out to the entire agency. And we're going to do it the same day, the same time, so that it doesn't leak out to anybody and stuff like that. So it was a pretty good game plan. I, I highly recommend to do something like that. And then with your family, um, for me, it was my brother first, uh, my dad next, and then my mom, because I knew in that level, the acceptance would be a lot easier for me. Although I thought my dad was going to be harder, but it wasn't. Um, but really have a good game plan on what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Just don't come out. Because I've had some young people that wanted me to be their mentor. That They they were in on work on Friday as male, come back to work on Monday as female, and didn't tell anybody or prepare. And I'm like, are you serious? You did not do that. And so, you know, I, did, I had to separate myself from that person as their mentor, because if you're not going to listen to any advice that you asked me to be a part of your life to do, exactly. you yeah. need to follow. And so that was uh, a big turnoff for me. Um, but I'm sure just like any of us here on the panel, and I'm putting it out to hopefully uh, you'd let me all know if it's not right. But for me, if you have a question or a problem and you need help or need somebody to talk to, I'm definitely available. I'm not sure about my panel, but, you know, it looks like we're all here for you as well, um, you know, to to lend an ear to. Um, and if you ask us, you know, we will be gladly able to give you some advice. And usually whenever I give advice, it's because you, you really want it. It's not because mm -hmm. I'm offering it to you. Or I may say, well, your question you're asking me, I'm going to tell you what I did and, mm -hmm. you, and choose what you want out of it. Yeah. With the transgender community, we all are like DNA. And we all have maybe a similar story to the very end. But you know what? There's going to be that one little dot that's going to make the difference between me and the panel. <laughs> But we all have a story that could help you out in the future. I really like, I really like what you said there about um, having a plan, but not just having a plan, but not, bam, putting it out there all of a sudden. Um, easing folks into it, perhaps. Um, dog, you will hush. <laughs> he was um, only agreeing with me. <laughs> um, but... To that extent, you know, I'm I'm out to a lot of people. Um, you know, the girls here, you know, many of the of our friends know uh, that that in in girl mode, I will go out anywhere. I don't mind. I tell people, uh, I come out to people that I'm ready to come out to. You know, I'm not out to the whole world. I, I temper that. Some people um, I don't think are ready for it. I'm not ready to gamble it with some folks, um, but I take little steps to, to do what I call sort of letting people see the kind of person I am. 
Um, so that when the day comes uh, that I do just make this public and say, look, this is me, whether I transition uh, and go full time or not, just for people to know, this is me. You may see this guy, you may see this girl, but this is me. Um, I've taken recently, uh, more frequently now, uh, to just just leaving my nails done. And if you see that and I'm in mail mode and you ask a question, I may say, yeah, I like to have my nails done. Uh, and I'll gauge the conversation. If it needs to go to let me share my other business card with you and explain a couple of things to you, then it does. Um, I have a small um, uh, yard flag, transgender um, pride yard flag. We don't have the big three foot by six foot flag flying. Mm-hmm. but we'll probably get there. Um, and so, so for me, um, I think that's great, uh, not just for me, for everyone, I think that's great um, advice, really, this idea of, you know, ease folks into it. If they know up front, at least, hey, this person who I know as a male person um, is supportive of the LGBT community, is an open-minded person, um, is, is not mentally unstable, anything crazy like that, uh, sticks up for what they believe in, then as they get eased into the idea that, hey, there may be another presentation of this person as well, they're already going to realize that, that um, um, you're not playing a trick, you're not trying to mess with them, um, you really are serious, um, and you're not out of your mind. Um, this is really who you are, and they've already decided that they like who you are. Right. So more likely to say, okay, I guess I still like that person. <laughs> I know, like, uh, you know, and that's a great segment for us to probably close out on as well. I, you know, my biggest thing when I go speak at conferences and events is I try to tell those people who are seriously thinking about transitioning to build yourself a platform so that way when you do tell people that you are trans, they don't care because they know what you've brought to the table already. I know mm-hmm. like I in 2015, I got honored in among 31 other women around the world uh, with the platform magazine for up and coming aspiring females with a platform. I was the only transgender woman in that magazine. Uh, so I felt like, wow. But every one of my volunteer groups that I told that I had something to tell them and they gave me this strange look like, what are you going to tell me? And I said, well, I'm transgender and I'm going to be transitioning on such and such date. The first thing that came out of their mouth was, I thought you were going to leave the organization. Mm-hmm. And it was the same answer I got from all the other volunteer groups. And I'm like, did you talk to so-and-so or did you? And none of them knew each other and none of them talked to each other, but they all had the same comment. This is what I want to build up in us that you know people respect us and they won't care whether we're transgender or not. All they know is you're a valuable person to their life, their organization, and anything else that um, you're involved in. So, good um, words. Very good words. Well, thanks. Thanks, Stephanie. Well, I am so happy that all of y'all uh, joined in tonight. I'm happy for those who uh, came online and, and said hello. Um, 
Amanda Mar Amanda Collins said hi to Miranda. And uh, let's, I'm trying to see if I see any others that have really said hi or made any comments. But anyway, please join us again next week for Trance Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cass will be returning as your host with Ashley Bergergee, uh, Bungie, um, who will be talking about her new book, Empowering Different. Oh, Ashley Brundage. Huh? Yeah. Brundage. Oh. Ashley Brundage. Yeah. Okay. And Ashley has a special gift for our audience and club members. So make sure you tune in so that you don't miss out. For our club members, this is a reminder to submit your holiday video by next Tuesday. If you have any questions, please reach out to Cass. I want to thank everyone again for tonight. Um, you all were wonderful, uh, the panel, and to our audience. We are sending you our best wishes for a great holiday season. Love you all. And I want to say one thing. There's always been something dear to my heart to say, and I think a lot of y'all have seen that on Facebook when I say, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll be among the stars. Good night. Goodbye. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.